was shit. Welcome back to the fucking coldest podcasters. That statement may not be true anymore, man. I don't know, dude. You've been kind of warm lately. Yeah, dude. It's it's not too comfortable. My my podcast is no longer cold, man. It's uh it's crazy, dude. I've uh, haven't recorded in like three weeks. It's like a passion of mine, bro. Like imagine giving up your hobby right now for like three weeks. Yeah, I can. I couldn't give up uh, Tetris. <laughs> I've been playing a shit ton of Tetris. Bro, to be honest, like, I don't think podcasting is a hobby. I like, I think it's more of a passion. It's something I want to do. And it's crazy, man. This this is the last time I'll go on a break like that. I'm saying it right now. Hold me to it, bro. Dog, I'm going to hold you to it. So if you don't you recognize. keep up with me and Steven, dude. I know, man. I know. I'm, I'm sorry to all my listeners out there, all five of you. Mom, dad, sister me <clears throat> ryan and my apologizing to me personally right here yeah so if you don't uh recognize that voice on the mic he's been on here uh many many times that's ryan tommy introduce yourself what's up I'm ryan tomlinson i am one half of the even-handed podcast we are on soundcloud and apple music or apple podcasts that purple app on your phone um the one that you're probably listening to this podcast on yeah, I'm a podcaster. I um I work at Dutch Bros. I'm a broista. There's no way. Yeah. There's no way. That's it. That's all I do. Oh, and I play Tetris. A lot of Tetris. Dude, you know what's funny? So I was having a conversation with somebody at um near the dining commons at, at UNLV today, and they were asking me about podcasts and stuff, and I was like telling them about mine, and you know they said they listened to it and shit, and they're like, so where can I find it? And I was like, it's on it's on the Apple Podcast. No one knows app. about this app, dog literally nobody that's what i'm saying this kid was like what are you talking about i'm like that purple app like it like comes on, your... on it's on your iphone he's like oh i thought that was just a podcast app i was like yeah it's apple podcast like come on bro because he listened to it on soundcloud i guess he clicked on one of the links in my like instagram bio um but uh yeah so uh no more slacking for me i've been i don't know honestly like i could give you a ton of excuses like school has been kind of killing me just came back from spring break, so lose my voice a little bit. It was crazy. It was a little bit more tame than uh, last year, but you know, always fun to go out with the homies. My girlfriend gave me a manicure, dude. I, bro, I'll fucking go get. I don't know. Manicure is like not so much. It's pretty useless to me because like I work on cars and shit, so my hands get messed up too much. But like pedicures, I fuck with pedicures. I've never had one. I've never had like an actual manicure, like an at an at an actual place or an actual pedicure. My girlfriend was just like, let me uh, let me give you a mini manicure. And look, my, don't my nails look nice? Dude, they look polished. Yeah, she could put like a clear coat on there because I was like, they don't look shiny enough. And I want them to feel good. Yeah, if you're out there, listen, guys. Take care of yourself more. I it feel is... like there's this like weird feeling that like guys don't can't take care of themselves. Right, man? Dude, I'd go get pedicures all the time. I yeah. mean, honestly, I like it. It's cool. I enjoy it. It's a little bit expensive, though, like. I don't I don't get how like a lot of people think like oh because like you're a guy you just can't you can't get a manicure because that's something that mostly girls do. Like when was there ever like gender gender norms based on how much you take care of yourself? I feel like hygiene should be like a top priority for everyone regardless of sex. When you know man, I got this I got this uh was it Oral B Orbital toothbrush for Christmas, man. It's probably my favorite fucking gift. I could have got a car and I would have liked the toothbrush better. I fucking love brushing my teeth. I like brushing my teeth. I just wish I took better teeth in my took better <laughs> care of my teeth when I was younger. When I was younger, I hated brushing my teeth, and so now my teeth are getting the shit into the stick of it. Yeah, mine like mine are still hella white, but I wish I took care of them more when I was younger as well. Yeah, because they could be like way better. But... I feel like I wish my teeth were a little bit straighter. Dude, I sat on my retainer like two years ago, and. I still have not worn it since, so I snapped it. Rip. I had the Invisalign one, sat on it, done. That's a big big L. Yeah. I don't know, man. Hygiene, bro, if you ask any one of my friends, I will take a shower before I go to the gym. If I feel like I want to be clean, like, I'll take a shower before I go to the gym. I don't give a fuck. Like, I love being clean. I'll take, like, three showers a day, like, on the normal. I love it. I like taking showers, but... I don't like taking showers every day. Um, I, I like taking showers every day, but I can't wash my hair every day. 
That's how bad true. for your hair. And I know it is. Um, I understand that, but like I just I don't know. That's how I always have done it, and that's how I just wash my hair. Yeah. But like, what is it? Like when I so I went away to Cali for spring break for like the last four or five days. I don't know what it is, but I hate like showering like in hotels or Airbnbs or whatever. Like I feel like I'm just not as clean. Like it's not my normal routine. I'm not using my products usually. Yeah, and it's like it throws me the off. The water feels different than the water at home. It really throws me it's out. Like, it's like harsher water, if that makes any sense. Oh, yeah, for sure. And it doesn't feel as good on your hair as the one at home. Yeah. I don't know. That That is one thing. So, like, I I know, like, girls don't wash their hair every day because it's really bad for their hair. Um, I feel like it doesn't make too much of a difference for a guy compared to a girl. Um, but one thing I do use, like, is nice hair products, though. So, like, I used to use... I I've... Listen... I have used every gel, pomade, paste, anything under the sun because I have, like, really thick, heavy hair, and I typically keep the top longer. Um, I know it's cut right now, but so it's, like, really hard to get, like, a nice hold because I don't like something that's, like, crusty and, like, a shiny finish. Like, I like it to be able to move flexible. So I've tried everything, man. And finally, I'm with a company I like. It's called Hans DeFuku, or Hans DeFoku, sorry. I feel like we talked about this before. Bro, probably. And it's all natural. Because I used to use Layrite, and Layrite's actually a nice brand, but it's bad for your hair. Because they use a lot of chemicals in it. So, Hans DeFoku, shout out to you. But it's hella expensive. Like, the small, like, their small tubs are like $25. And that shit maybe lasts me, maybe like three weeks to a month. Maybe. So, I use, like, different ones. So I use, listen, <clears throat> when my hair is looking real nice, I uh, I use a sculpting paste. It's green. So, I towel dry my hair. I throw the sculpting paste in, mess it up real quick. Then I blow dry my hair while shaping my hair. And then I finish off with a sculpting, or a, fuck, what's it called? I can't even think of the name. Oh, sponge wax. Um, those are both two products for them. And then if I'm like trying to like just if I'm in a hurry, bro, and I can't dry my hair or like I dry it real quick or I need something that's like gonna move my hair in place real quick, I use this uh this paste from them and shit man, that gets the job done. But it's like malleable all day. Like I can move it around, like it can get messed up in the wind and I'll put it right back, like so it's nice, man. There's my little segment. This is not a sponsored ad. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I don't do anything to my hair. I just kind of, well, no, I put hairspray in it after I'm done. But what it's brand do like, you use? I don't know. You don't know what brand like, hairspray is? It's like, I don't know, a Suave or Suave? It's like a cheap one. Yeah. Yeah, it's not anything Bro, special. the best ones are cheap ones, man. I used to use White Rain, which is like, I could only find it at the dollar store. <laughs> I don't really use hairspray no more, but that shit... I know girls know, if you're listening and you're a girl, I know you know what I'm talking about. Because, like, I got this for my sister. Like, this white rain extra strength, done. It's a wrap. But I feel like my hair looks pretty good, even though I don't put any product in it. Yeah, well, that's like just the look you're going for. And yeah. it just depends on, like, what kind of hair you have. Because I wouldn't, I like the, the nonchalant, like, messed up look. But it's hard because I have really thick hair. So, like, the way it dries is the way it stays if I don't do anything to it. And it'll just part hella, hella whack. Facts. Hella facts. So how's so. uh how's everything been, dude? Like, what have you been up to? What have what's made you so busy that you couldn't make a podcast for three weeks? All right, I haven't been so busy where I couldn't make a podcast. But to be honest, man, Byron, if you're out there, man, you're slacking <laughs> on me, dude. What's he been man, up to? Man, flake somebody left and right, man. Nah, he's yeah. been working. I understand. So I kind of just you know been doing my own thing but it's hard to record when uh you're the only one so is the podcast like you and byron's thing or is it just yours and then byron's just like your usual like you're brendan schaub well to be honest okay that's a good way to explain it. he's my brendan schaub but to be honest i i don't know i'd be down to do it with byron but i think that i mean i own all the equipment we do it at my house you know i'm the one that posts about it, like and so on and so forth so it's i mean it's really mine but uh Byron's done the majority with me. So, if he was in slacking, man, I would love, you know, to put him on, but, you know, it is what it is. I actually have, like, a few homies that actually really, really want to come on, 
and I think it'll make for good discourse, but I've just been... I have, like, so many people that want to come on and talk about things, but, like, I just want... I don't want to, like, tell... Like, say someone, like, doesn't fit the podcast, or someone I feel like really couldn't hold the conversation, and I think isn't up to the level of speaking that, like, me and Steven are at. Like, I don't know how to tell them, nah, because then, like, if I have one person on, but them not on, like, it's just, like, rude. Especially when they, like, you ask. Know, I say what you do is you record with them, and then, you know, tell them, I don't, well, I don't want them to listen to this, but. <laughs> I'm not going to tell them. Record with them, man. And they then. know who they are. Yeah. And if it's, if it's, <coughs> <coughs> sorry. And if it's not, like, good quality, bro, like, just tell them it wasn't, it wasn't, uh uploaded for quality assurance like through apple like they didn't approve it because it was shitty you know what i'm saying you want to do it like <laughs> you want to do it by like are you saying like so just record with them talk with them and maybe it's good and then if it is upload if it's not then tell them like that Sorry, shit i got sidetracked for a second i was like what are we talking about uh, so did i yeah no for sure i heard some noise in the background i was like oh yeah so did i like i fucking had the headphones on i heard that and shit someone's here yeah, man. It's probably my sister coming over, but, you know, fuck her. I'm just kidding. I love you, Alexa. <laughs> no, man. So I need to get back on this. Yeah, I dude. swear to God I am. But I need to talk about something serious, bro. Because, like, in school and shit, we've been talking about, like, free will and determinism for, like, fucking three weeks now. Which is, like, a super in-depth and immersive topic. And it's really, really hard to differentiate between the two. Um do you, so, like, get interested in the stuff you learn at school? It depends. Because I feel like I started to, like, my first, like, two semesters, I was, like, hella interested in everything. And then, like, now, like, I feel like I've become one of those people that just, like, goes to school just to go to school and, like, get their degree. Like, I don't care about what anything, like, what the teachers say or anything. So, like, my first semester in college, dude, I put in, like, so much work and was, like, on time all the time doing all my assignments and, like, was interested. And then I understood, like, that I didn't really take anything home from that except, like, just it being detrimental to my own time. So now I'm more kind of like you. Um, but I don't know. It depends. Like, I mean, in this one class, like... I found value in it. We have, like, really interesting conversations, and we do, like, we legit had a fucking panel debate, like, free will versus determinism over, like, the last three or four days, and, uh, like, before spring break. So I've been kind of thinking about that, and it kind of opened my eyes, because, like, I I utterly believe in free will, and I will hang on till the day I die that humans have the right to choose and want the ability to choose um, cognitively. But it is very compelling, because... When when you're debating something, it's very important to understand the opposing side because a lot of people's like downfall is that they'll just argue their side but know nothing about the other side, so they can't even you know refute it. So I learned a lot about determinism as well, and it's crazy how much like of a hard science backs determinism, um, but from biologically to like us our understanding of the um, data from cognitive processes versus a soft science like psychology that backs you know the argument of free will so it's kind of hard to even argue something because i i consider myself more of a realist and i like to believe in things that are true and actually have like some grounding to them but like this is like the one thing that i'll argue because a soft science usually loses to a hard science any day in my book but this is the one thing i I just can't yeah no i understand i mean for the most part i'm pretty much like logical and everything i have but like, there's very few things where I let emotion make my opinion on something. And I really, really, really dislike when people <laughs> have, like, emotion that, like, creates their whole, like, um, their whole thought process on everything. Like, there's a lot of people, like, when it comes to religion, when it comes to their opinions based on, like, substances, when it comes to, like, their eating habits, like, basically everything, like, that, that revolves around their life. I feel like, especially in our, like, culture with Twitter, Instagram, everything, everyone's opinion is so, like, emotion-based and so, like, um, it's, like, societal norm-based. Like, I feel, like, with all those things, I understand, like, what you're saying because I feel like I am usually a realist and I think logic before I think, um, like, how it makes me feel. And I don't, I just don't understand how someone can, like, create all their opinions based on, like, their own personal feelings. Yeah, and that's and that's the same thing with like what I was the example I was providing. 
because I, I agree with you and I, and a lot of the things that I say and a lot of things that I believe in are like definitely more grounded than just an emotional or like, um, feeling or opinion on something. Um, but with free will, so this is like the thing, first of all, the reason I believe in free will is because I would like to believe that humans have the ability to choose. Um, and with that being said, you know, the deterministic side completely discredits free will because if determinism exists, then free will doesn't whatsoever in any aspect or any form. And that's the problem I have with it. You know, it's not the problem that environmental stimuli influences our cognitive process because I do believe in that. But if I believe in determinism by itself, then free will doesn't exist. And if vice versa, if I believe in free will... Free will has an understanding, a, a, so, a soft adaptation of determinism that the environment does influence how we choose, but at the end of the day, we have the ability to choose. And like, I mean, for example, so if you grew up in a household with a parent that's a domestic abuser and you witness that all throughout your adolescence, you know, the determinist side would, you know, say that you're going to become a domestic abuser because that's what you've endured but at the end of the day what i believe is that you know you endure that and you put a connotation to that okay is it negative or is it positive okay i think domestic abuse is negative therefore i don't want to do it and that's like that exercise of choosing and i can see why this is a conflicting of opinions when for like between um like the opinion of like whether you're whichever side you take on this because i feel like everybody's different in the way they actually believe things because I feel like for me and you, for sure, we're like free will people, regardless of like what happened within like um, our childhood or whatever happened to like raise us up and um, teach us like our our ground rules for life. I feel like people like me and you still pick the logical, like smart decision, regardless. But a lot of other people don't think about it that hard, to where like they think about like what their parents did or don't necessarily feel as much logic based and feel more emotion based on their opinions. So they let determinism take control. Exactly. But like, there's just so many simple flaws with that aspect is because like even determinism, like it's not even grounded in law. So if, if determinism is backed by a hard science, hard science, which it is supposedly it's, it's a doesn't leave room for improvement. I feel. Yeah. And it's a large, interpretation of data that like could go either way so that a lot of the hard science that they use like honestly doesn't really mean shit um and secondly it's not grounded in law so if that was if truly truly at the end of the day we could prove that cognitive processes were determined and everything in our life was determined that therefore like you couldn't be convicted in court for something that you committed due to that process but that's not how yeah. it works. We believe in self-agency, and we believe that the human is an agentic being, meaning they have the ability to choose, and they chose to commit that crime. Isn't it funny how, like, conflicting, like, our belief systems are? In the sense that, like, we believe certain things are, like, yeah, way but, free will, and then other things are determinist. Yeah, and what I'm saying is those things can't coexist. If yeah. you believe in free will, they can but if you believe in determinism, they can't. And like you're saying, like as a society, like most people believe in determinism, um, I would say. And, but then again, we don't even hold that up in court, which doesn't make sense to me. Because if somebody were to kill somebody, but it, you know, was proven to be a determined um, decision that happened, like it, we still, like they're still put in jail for killing somebody because, like, ethically and morally, that's wrong. Yeah. You know, so they're held as an agentic being, but then again, we discredit their agentic being because we think that things are determined because their parent was a serial killer and they witnessed that, therefore they were. Like, doesn't make sense to me. Bro, yeah. I need to get rid of that fucking chair. That shit squeaks. <laughs> <laughs> no, but like, no, understandable, like everything you're saying, like, I do believe that within our society, like everyone, a lot more people are determinists than they are like free will. And I think that's a big problem because I feel like we lose a lot of logic in the sense of, um, in the sense of like what's right and wrong based on how people feel, you know? Yeah. Like I like, her, I know I talk about this all the time and it's something that I freaking like made like three podcasts on, but, 
like religion specifically is one of those things that people are so determinist about and like so emotion based about and i think it's something it's a philosophy we have that is so completely wrong and so completely um outdated and in in many ways just completely what's the word some just blatantly ignorant within our societal norms of today that just doesn't make sense like a lot of people are super religious but these same religious people are the people that are like oh, you can't smoke weed, but you can drink alcohol. Like, it just, like, you lose a lot of logic base when you use religion as your base for everything. Mm-hmm. And this kind of correlates into what you were talking about as... <clears throat> yeah, I think that religion in itself, even... It, like you said, it's outdated, but then even at the beginning of its time, I think that it was utterly, like, I don't know, corrupt's not the right word, but... You know, the people that were leading religion... It was misleading. The, yeah, at the beginning of the day, it was such an... uh, Like, that person utterly controlled, like, the entire essence of that religion. And it has carried on for thousands of years. And, like, I know I've talked about religion before, like, very briefly. Um, but my overall feelings on religion is, listen, I think that there's a time and a place for it. And I think that it's a good thing... But I think that people are believing in religion for the wrong reasons and are following things within that religion for the wrong reasons. Like, I think that believing in something is good and that I think it helps people who need to believe in something or need hope or, you know, just need something to help them. Like, I'm all for that. But the fact that, like, they use fear to, like, monger people into believing certain things is, like, crazy to me still. It's, like, one of those things where, like... Like, for example, when you say, um, like, you have to follow, like, this set of guidelines within your life to be able to go to heaven or, like, whatever. Like, those that's just, like, one of the small things, and that's not necessarily how everyone thinks. That's a small thing that people, a big thing, actually, that people use as, like, their reason to be a good person or whatever. And, like, my philosophy with it is, and I've explained this to so many people, is even... The, the debate is always whether is God real or not. And I don't even think that should be the debate. That's like a stupid debate. Like, regardless of if he's real or not, the real debate should be, do you agree with, like, the philosophy of a God? Because if you ask me, I know I don't believe in the philosophy of some higher power controlling everything that that is me and then having someone who is, no matter what I do, always going to be more important than me to everyone else. Like, I that mean... doesn't make sense to me. And that's a philosophy that I would like to debate. And I think, like like I said earlier, like like people always debate whether is he real or is he not. And the way it should be whether do you agree with it or do you not. Yeah, and this is the thing too. And so I would make the assumption that more people in the world out of the entire population are more, like there's more people that are religious than not religious or consider themselves something else. And the fact that that's still a thing is crazy to me because after all of these centuries, like, like I said, I'm a realist and I believe in things that are real, like that we can prove that are real. And the fact that like we can't we can't prove religion whatsoever. We've discredited in multiple ways, but, you know, not to the point where it completely debunks it. But we have never proven religion whatsoever, proven the existence of God or another being or anything like this. And the fact that more people still believe in it blindly than people don't is crazy to me. It's just I just like. The question I have for people that are, like, super religious and, like, let their religion, like, take over their whole life and their thoughts of, like, what's real and what's not, like, the guidelines for their life, my question for them is, like, on what terms, like, do you believe in that? Like, do you believe in it because your parents told you to? Do you believe in it because it's something you were raised upon? Like, that's, like, a identifying question. I think most of the people believe in it because it's how they were raised. And I think it's like this like domino effect, like, oh, my mom believed in it, knock over a domino, I believe in it. My, I believe in it, knock over a domino, my kid has to believe it. Like, it doesn't make sense. Th- and it's so, dr- sorry, it's so driven within our brains when we're young that, like, when once we get adults and we actually have, like, the choice to, like, make our own opinions and, and construct things logically, we don't think logically because our whole lives we've been thinking, oh, there's a God, which is completely illogical, so it kind of fucks up your whole sense of logic dude Damn, you know what's deep. crazy is like you bring up that example and we both went to shadow ridge which is like predominantly mormon um and anybody who doesn't know like what shadow ridge is the high school out here um most of us went there and most of the listeners probably went there but 
the only thing you need to know um, is that predominantly most of the students were Mormon kids. And what's crazy about what he just said is I completely agree with him because I knew so many people and so many one like so many of them were my friends where they would live one life at home, you know, where they were Mormon because their parents were Mormon. They would go to church, go to seminary, all of this, you know, abide by the so-called rules of that religion. And then, you know, at school, after school, when they hang out with me, when, you know, they would do another thing, say another thing, but completely be, dude, you know, what's crazy is where I like where this was like super blatant to me was at your baptism. So dude, it was blatant to me. Dude, I, after this, I'm going to go on a fucking rant. So yeah. Be ready. So he'll, he'll elaborate on it. But during the, if I'm not mistaken, during the baptism, you get to pick some of your friends to have a testimony, their testimony of the father. Yeah. Um, and there was like two girls that went up there and had a testimony and they're saying all these things. And I'm like listening and I'm, and I know who this person is like on a personal level. And I'm like, yo, everything you just said was a fucking lie. That shit's crazy to me. And the fact that you said this and like, you're supposedly putting it on God and that you're doing it in front of all these people who, you know, were faithful to the same thing. And like, it was just so crazy and blatantly like a lie to me. Yeah. It's insane. Um, no, but like what I, what you were saying earlier is like they live one life and then go go to with with different people and live a different life like the funny thing is is like most of them when they would go to church they would completely be like oh my gosh like i believe in this and like i could f- like when i went to church with some of the people like were exampling like i'd be like oh yeah they do believe in that cuz like i could see the emotion and like they'd cry at church and like feel all this emotion are you saying it's real or like it was a show like these people that like i actually think that they they genuinely <coughs> believe in what like they're they're talking about okay but they have completely like lived such a a life that is just so illogical because it is religion that it just doesn't make sense to me anymore like like for example i'm not going to say names but there was this one person who was synonymous in our high school for um always getting drunk at parties and having sex and doing all this shit um that was mormon and they were the most adamant church person like every sunday girl or guy it was a a girl (laughs) you know i mean you'll you'll tell me after yeah i'll tell you but anyways and they were like super adamant about going to church and they always like every time i'd see them at their at church when i went to their ward they'd be like saying their testimony like like talking like doing a bunch of like super like mormon things being involved in the church yeah there's been actually showing like true passion for it and like i don't know how you go from one life to the other and then i i always thought about that question for the longest time that was actually one of like the biggest questions i asked myself when um i was just figuring like myself out within like the past year and it was like like when i went to church like what kind of facade am I going to live and how like fake am I going to be on one side of my life compared to the other? And like, which side is the a true side to me? You know, and I, and, and then I kind of lived that life where I was like, I went to church for a little bit, but I was also not that, that much of a great Mormon, like outside of church. Mm-hmm. But when I got to church, it'd be a totally different vibe because whatever the vibe of a church is. Yeah. And plus you're just, and you're throwing in that scenario. Yeah, it's not real. Like it's such a, Un, it's such a blatantly unrealistic and fake way of living and this applies for multiple religions but like the mormon religion just like exemplifies this example but it's crazy because like these people that we knew and grew up with like living the double lives i get it like i understand that you want to make your parents proud but like also like and and especially at a, such a young age and especially in that religion where like they are really really hard on you and the fact where you need to be like... There's like a know, lot more guidelines than the average religion, yeah. Yeah, so I I understand. But then again, like, okay, so listen, if you need to fake it till you make it until you're 18 and then you move out and do your own thing, cool. Like, I respect that. If you really, like, you're under your roof, you know, under their roof and you need to abide by their rules and go to church and, you know, be a good little Mormon boy, cool. But I then, don't know if I agree with that. I mean, I would rather you not, but then again, like, I understand if you do that and then switch up when you move out when you're, you know, 
can control your own discourse. I would never do that personally. I'm just saying. I don't think I could subscribe to that. Like, I couldn't support that, like, in any sense. Because I feel like if you have to be a fake version of yourself to impress your parents, like, you should probably, like, at least be evaluating it and, like, going against it. But, I mean, I guess I'm not... I'm different from everyone else. I'm a little more passionate about stuff like this no and i i agree with you like i wouldn't i wouldn't sit there for 18 years of my life and do something see listen i was i was religious i mean i definitely wasn't like in the same circumstances um but i was i grew up catholic i was baptized catholic my parents were pretty religious my grandparents were very religious so i learned a lot about um catholicism i did my communion and everything but I slowly, slowly fell out of it. But my parents are also understanding and are good parents and like realize like, hey, listen, like if you don't want to be religious, you don't have to be, you know. So I remember having this conversation with them and, you know, ultimately I'm not religious anymore. And that was probably when I was like 12, 13, 14, I stopped going to church. Um, and not every parent's are like that. I understand that. But, you know, it's unfortunate. It should be. But I just, I don't, it's crazy. I remember having this conversation. I won't drop a name either. I'll tell you after this podcast. But one of my friends was dating a Mormon at the time. And I legit, like, because I don't just blindly hate on people. Like, if, especially like a guy or or not even a guy, like a person, sorry. I, I mean, I could hear so much about you, but I will not judge you. And I will not have a... I won't feel some type of way about you until I meet you or have a conversation with you because I just think that's only fair. Like, I'll give everybody a chance. So there's one of my friends was dating this girl, and she's Mormon. They're still dating, actually. Um, and I'm not friends with him anymore, but that's a different story. Um, and I would I would gen, gen, genuinely ask them questions about the religion because I, I know a lot about Catholicism because obviously I grew up with that. I know a lot about Christianity because it falls very similar in line with Catholicism. And I and most people are Christian, so I think it's a you know pretty important discipline to learn if I want to be able to debate it or at least understand it. Um, but it's been, like I've actually read a lot of the Book of Mormon. Um, I put it down because I think it's idiotic, so I stopped reading it. Um, but I wanted I read to under- three times. I wanted to understand it, so I would I would ask her questions about shit, and that's when I like really understood. I was like, yo you believe in this like you would literally die by the sword or live by the sword but at the end of the day like i know you as a real person and you don't even like follow like they believe in that religion so utterly and like literally like they would die for it but then they don't even abide by it like when they're in their own personal space and like they can get away with stuff which is crazy to me because if i like utterly believed in something then wouldn't i fucking you know follow its every command like actually like do the things that encompass it completely not just the things that you choose to yeah and plus like i have so many other pitfalls with religion too i I think that a lot of religions are corrupt you know if a lot of people don't know you know the catholic church or the vatican is the richest country in the world which is insane to even think about that they have more money than any other country in the world including the united states and the vatican is pretty small um it's not big at all so that's crazy and you know there bro there's some crazy shit about the mormon religion we can have a conversation about that in a sec but you know one thing about mormons i do i think that it's a facade and i think a lot of it's fake um but i will i do kind of like their family concept but i do think that they have good i think they have good morals and family morals yeah i don't ever knock somebody for being mormon and i'm not gonna tell you like you're an idiot for being mormon because i do think that a lot of it is like engraved in their brain and it's really hard when something has encompassed your life fully throughout your whole life to just like completely just drop it one day you know like it's the biggest part of their life like religion is like the most important part of their lives um like for example like my girl my girlfriend's mormon Mm -hmm. and like i'm never gonna like i always question like i always ask her questions like about like what she thinks and she says i make her think all the time i was like dude like I shouldn't like I shouldn't be asking questions that are somewhat logical and then that makes you think. Like they should just be like things that you ask yourself, you know? Yeah. But at least she's understanding and she's not like overbearing on you because like oh in a lot of relationships that like where one person's Mormon, one's not, they end up not working out because the Mormon person kind of understands like, "Hey, listen, I'm going to be Mormon and this person's not going to change for me." So therefore like I don't know if there's a point. Or to vice this. versa. Yeah, or vice versa. Yeah, of course. Because I know a lot of people that like actually were like, 
in relationships for a long time and then like they kind of look at the bigger picture like hey listen i can't even get married in the temple you know because this person doesn't want to convert to you know my religion and i don't blame them but yeah it's crazy man that whole that whole religion just whacked me man the whole the fact that they are so corrupt with the the tithing like the charity is insane to me like you know what i'm talking about Mm -hmm. like the fact that they want you to donate 10 percent of your income every year like most religions and in general i think that it's a good concept but um the fact that you actually have to give to the church like you can't just submit a receipt or a slip or anything of that nature to prove that you donated that amount of money to this charitable organization, you know, and it fulfills the requirement. The fact that you have to give the money to the church and they can place the money where they want, that's corrupt, bro. <coughs> Man, sorry, I fucking got a cough. But And also like, I mean, I think this is this goes to show and I think this is something that's like kind of like easy to point out within like our society and our social media aspect of it. But, like, I saw this tweet the other, the other, actually, it was today, and it was, like, some guy got into a car crash, and he lived, and the, everyone, someone, like, quoted and quoted it and was, like, oh, yeah, like, I don't know how you guys can't believe in God after seeing this. Like, this is blatant proof that God is real. And, like, dog, like, that's not logical at all. Like, I don't know how you can go from thinking that or thinking like by thinking that's logical like that doesn't even make sense to me so the fact that he survived like a gruesome crash it, like they're like oh this is just proof that god is real like god is good because of this like no like that like that those two things don't correlate i feel no. i feel like logically like i can't put two and two together for someone getting to a car crash and surviving to god like that, 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 that i could say oh i did the blazing challenge and i and i passed it that proves that spice gods are looking after me like that proves yeah, that freaking it almost becomes i like, should go on hot ones it you almost know, like goes, that's, that's not logic dog yeah it's comical um well okay so do you believe in fate no why i don't believe i don't believe there's anything such such as fate because it's not logical it doesn't make sense to me yeah i, I mean, can't i can't rational if i can't rationalize something i can't put belief in it and i also don't necessarily believe in anything because believing is like doing something without knowing. I, I either know it or, or I don't. I don't believe in anything. Yeah, and okay, so let me differentiate between that. Because like I said at the beginning, is I think that there's a good essence in believing in something. But you also have to understand that like you're believing in something for a personal reason. And typically when you're believing in something, it doesn't mean it's utterly true. I think this is the, the differentiation. Is that people who believe in religion or believe God's real or believe all these, you know, things, they it's not even a belief to them. They think it's true, you know, and, and the word belief is something that's not true. So the fact that you believe in something, but believe it's true without any backing to that is just crazy to me. So if you were to just believe in something like if you, if you came up to me and were like, Hey, listen, Cameron, I'm Christian because I think it's important to believe in something. And at the end of the day, I would, I like, would like to believe that, you know, there is a God and there is an afterlife and there's something out there. I'm cool with that. But for you to come to me and, you know, basically say that all this shit's true, I'm going to think you're stupid. I would like to say I'm not cool with that thought or that, um, like, way of thinking. Like, saying, oh, like, I want to believe in something. Because I feel like if you know for sure that you want to believe in something and, like, that's your reasoning to believe in something, you should, if you know, like, that's, like, your reason, you should work on being able to cope without it. Because if you, if it's, like, not logical and you're not creating your decisions based on logic it doesn't set a good precedent for the people that come after you if everyone was logical and thought more logic based and emotion based like we were talking about like way earlier we would be in a better stance like there's a lot of things like when it comes to like specific things such as like police brutality things such as politics like basic stuff that like people argue about all the time if you just took all those things and took emotions out of it and thought actual logic on these things, you would have completely different opinions on it. Yeah. You know what's crazy about that is you you brought up the police brutality um, issue, and I think that police brutality is definitely a large issue, and I think that we should, you know, work on it on a national basis. But the the fact that, like, most of it's driven by emotion, and it's driven 
race based is crazy to me. Okay, this like just this is just like for the most part, the majority of like black Twitter hates policemen. Every policeman, they don't give any policeman the benefit of the doubt, regardless of who they are, mm-hmm. like the, like the record they have. Like if you're a white, you're white, and you're a cop, you're you're a shitty person if you're black and you're a cop you're against your own culture like that's a that's just such a stupid like thought process like and i'm so passionate about this because it's like one of the one of the main things that i always like try to preach is i've made so many shitty like emotion-based decisions in my life like getting baptized like a bunch of shit and like once i like started thinking logically like my whole thought process and like everything around me like got better and like I don't understand how people can live their whole life making all their decisions based on emotion-driven things. Like, it's just illogical and, like, completely asinine to me. You know what's crazy is, so we brought up, like, we just touched on, like, race-based, like, within that issue. And I was watching something the other day or reading some or some shit, and I never really thought about it like this. But if a lot of people that think that racism is the issue, I never have thought it is. I think that, you know, racism is... Like, this is the thing, bro. We all believe that rape is bad, and I think most people believe racism's bad. And, like, that's besides the argument at this point. Like, there's other basis to this, um, to these things and to make them happen. Like, racism isn't the reason why things go into shit. Because, like, for example, like, back, like, Native American days, everybody was the same race. But there was so much more tribal violence, you know. Uh, same race on the same race there was no other race and the fact that like that example can be exemplified today and that it proves that racism like it even though it is bad and it does have its own problems and cruxes that like it's not the big picture i think the main thing about like a lot of people's decisions and like a lot of people's perspectives on things is not i just used the word i was gonna use a lot of people's decisions and things it all comes down to perspective like if mm-hmm. you have a like it was like for example like police brutality if you have a dad that's like a cop you're not gonna be like saying that like police are shitty people mm-hmm. but if you are like someone who has had something happen where like police brutality has affected you are you obviously gonna like just like correlate bad people with policemen like it's it's all based on perspective and then perspective and emotion those two things don't really correlate if you have a bad perspective on something or a really good perspective on something and you completely make your decision based on emotion plus perspective you're probably making the wrong decision because you're not looking logically into it yeah so like for example everyone take a shot every time i say logically (laughs) my my dad still is a cop was a cop you know for almost 30 years now and the fact that i could sit there and i could question the existence of some cops or some circumstances or you know some things would happen say like the brown incident and you know cop shootings and i could sit there and question it with my dad who was a cop like obviously i have a a huge respect for you know cops but at the end of the day that doesn't mean i can't question their character and question like the circumstances and you know make sure it was right and and just like just and you know like i said not everybody's like my dad and i could sit there and have a conversation questioning that police force you know with a police officer and he can objectively look at things but this is the thing is like you were saying if you set aside your personal differences in that perspective and you like look at everything objectively you know i think that it's just it comes out more correct than it would otherwise yeah like um one of the things that's like super debated is like the thought of like white people within our media and i think that's something that's like always debated and something that i'm pretty passionate about is like i do think that white people have a bad track record within our society of course and there's a lot of shit like that like like because of like the fact that white people are like the majority like majority of the bad shit that happens happens from white people yeah but i feel like we like white people do get a really shitty rep because people don't look at things objectively or logically take a shot um within like certain topics and just blame white people for everything yeah and and especially with the interpretation of data as well so most crime actually happens by white people but that's not to say that the highest percentage of crime is by you know white people as a race so then in media like it's portrayed like you know 
African Americans have the most crime coming from their culture, which technically is true because of the the size of their population and the percentage of crime that they have. But when you compare that to, you know, Caucasian people, which is a more larger percentage of population already, the percentage is higher, but it's not as dense. So like you also like you just need to look at data, look at things objectively and interpret things like the way they're supposed to be interpreted instead of, you know, spinning things however you want. And that's why I don't get a lot of my, you know, news or media or anything of that nature from, you know, mainstream media because it's crazy to me. And the bro, you know what drives me fucking crazy is Twitter, bro. So I have, I mean, I have Twitter and I never fucking use it. Like I, I use Twitter because I think it's funny and I like all the funny shit they have on it. But the fact that like people are so sensitive on there and people think that they're so damn informed is crazy to me because people say the most outlandish shit. And I want to drop so many names right now, but if I we'll drop names afterwards, yeah, if I didn't give a shit about like, like, like if I gave a shit about them, I would literally go uh, spend all my time on Twitter, like going off on people, like proving them wrong and shit, because like they say some stupid shit. And I guarantee they just saw it or read it on fucking Twitter and think that it's utterly true, which is crazy to me. Yeah, no, like a lot of people's politics are like all based upon like what they heard about someone via Twitter or like what social media has to say about someone or like the the populist opinion. I feel like a lot of people just have their opinions because it's a popular opinion and they want to be accepted. Dude, I've been saying that forever. I think that's why the Democrat democratic side is more popular is because like the majority of people think that like the left is better and then like it just keeps compiling. I think that that's why there's been like such a huge rise in our generation. Like, bro, you know what's crazy is because, like, I think there's a, there's a saying that if you're young and Republican, you're heartless. And that's kind of hit home with me because, like, I mean, I consider myself more moderate but Republican. Um, and I'm young because, like, our generation is, like, so – it's, like, almost 80% or something. It's, like, 84 or something like that is is uh, swings left, which is crazy to me. Um, I don't know like politics like it's a matter of perspective and opinion and which way you want to go with things but I think that a lot of those people that choose to go left I think that the people that are Republican are either ignorant or utterly are like actually well respected in politics and like look into politics um and that's why they chose to be Republican like I'm talking about like our generation um because the views like kind of even go against like the like definitely go against the majority and then like people that are democrats that are our age are like also either ignorant and just went with the majority or like they're just super for like all this new wave shit and like or they're super for people feeling good about themselves yeah which like i yeah i'm not with bro i don't know i think like the reason why i i unregistered as a democrat and registered as a independent and i'm more independent mm-hmm. to republican now than i ever was and i would consider myself like for the most part independent slash republican yeah i think of a lot of my views go that well, wait, way wait. what did you just say yeah dog fucking bombshell this is i mean there's a lot of things that i believe that are like democratic views like my my opinions on like drugs and and my opinions on like weed and stuff like that but okay well me too regardless of like that if you look at my logic my logic definitely runs more a logic based and emotion based and that's a big different differentiate diff yeah whatever differentiation um, different different diff, yep of my views and and i think that's the thing so first of all what i hate is when people like base their political opinion off of the most controversial like the three most controversial things like uh, abortion yeah. uh, gun control <laughs> and uh drugs or tax okay yeah tax drugs abortion gun control those four things and that's what they base their entire belief system off of and it's crazy to me because like you know what's crazy is my abortion it's moderate my gun gun control is obviously right um my drug is definitely left uh what was the other one taxes taxes are right so i swing both ways um but the fact that like somebody like okay they believe in pro-life okay that means i'm or pro-choice, that means I'm a Democrat. You know, I believe in, you know, the progressive tax. I'm a Democrat. Like, that doesn't make fucking sense to me, bro. You need to look at it, like, on a bigger scale. And what I've always made it come down to is, like, first of all, who, like, because you're representing, like, someone's representing you and your being. 
and the fact that like you just choose based off majority or like these these bites is crazy to me so yeah like for those four like even me like for gun control it goes moderate i'm very moderate on gun control uh abortion i'm a little bit more right than i am left yeah um drugs i'm like like the fucking deep end on the left yeah and i'm like i'm like left moderate taxes i'm moderate you know yeah i don't know and that's the thing is like you got to look on a bigger scale like what the party as a whole is trying to like what their objective and like their standards are and the reason why i've always considered myself republican is because if you actually go on the (coughs) the um the website for republicans or democrats like they they establish their morals and their beliefs and I, I would advise all of you to go look at this and see which one you're more in line with, like, objectively. And if it's the other side, then you got some thinking to do. Because the reason why I believe in, like, you know, the right more than I do the left is because they believe way more in self-accountability. And, like, that's how I've always lived my life and that's how I always will. Um, and plus, I also hate identity politics with a passion. I think it's the stupidest fucking invention ever. Um, and the fact that that's what people are believing in is so idiotic to me but it is what it is bro you know how like people are trying to get rid of the electoral college like have you heard about that recently yeah yeah are are you for it or against it i don't know actually i'm not for it because i feel like the populist opinion doesn't mean it's the right opinion true and i don't necessarily think because like that's like like a lot of things like i think like That'd be like me going into my house, and even though I think I'm the most logical person within my family, that doesn't, like, that means, like, if it's a populist opinion, which is what, mm-hmm. if we got rid of the electoral yeah, it college, be it would be, it'd be my parents have, my parents and sister's way of thinking over mine, because it's, yeah, I don't know, like I think the electoral like college gives more of a better representation, like, world, uh, nationwide. Oh no, dude! I've kind of given up on the thought of things ever being good within our society. <laughs> no, like it's like such a dark thing for me to say, but I really think with like the way we're heading now, it's getting worse and worse, and things are never gonna be um, the way that they they should be. I don't think anything's ever gonna be logic based because I feel like within our. Sorry, I'm hiccuping. On the side, there's a, like a lot of people who just think emotion based, and I think that that's how our de- decisions are going to be driven. Uh huh. And so, why do you think it is like like why do you think all of that's occurring, and why do you think we continue to get worse? We're given a platform for it. I feel like the platform of emotion and everything is people. I feel our 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 society is allowing us to be more emotion-based and allowing us to be more free with our emotions which i think is cool but we can't differentiate that that our emotions from logic and we kind of combine the two if that makes any sense okay you know what's crazy though is like so i i agree with you entirely but i think that this is like so much why i'm more against the the leftist than i am against like right i think that they both have their pros and cons but everything you just said it like speaks way more Democrats to me. Like the fact that like, that's what they're driven by is like the emotion and the identity politics and this and that. And that's just why I can't believe in that platform. And I think that they're the ones that are also, you know, giving this platform to these people. And that's the problem I have. So, I mean, I don't know if you agree, but it's, uh, I mean, I, yeah, I mean, I agree completely. I feel like me and you both have, like, really similar, like, mind tracks on things. Mm-hmm. And I think me and you are both... Sorry, I've been looking at my phone for, like, the past thing, but it was something with work. No, so you too. Um, but, no, I mean, I think that with a lot of things, I do agree with, like, almost everything you say. I think me and you are pretty much on the I same. Know, dude, I just, like... I feel I like people... people who think logically correlate with each other, and I can tell you, like, when something's wrong versus when something's right... And if we can debate it on a sense of respectable terms and not let our personal feelings or personal vendettas towards something get in the way, then we're fine. But I feel like within we can't do that within emotion-based driven politics. Yeah, dude. You and know that's why I won't vote Democratic probably ever again. Damn. You I mean, heard I just, it here just, first. It's, it's completely 
emotion based and I, I mean I'm one of those people that thinks completely logical and although I do think that everyone should have like their well-being and um, a lot of the the democratic uh, themes are very important like healthcare I feel is a very very mm-hmm. um, as much as it is emotion based I feel like it's one of those things that can be emotion based while also being logical yeah but like even change transgenderism you probably believe in like transgenderism like i do like i i'm cool if those people have their own space but then again i'm not about to have my own fucking pronouns to call somebody something when that's not what they are yeah and like, i also well, don't think you should identify as a fucking apache helicopter yeah like you with, know? specifically with like with a with a transgender um with the, my transgender beliefs i feel like personally like i it is there is like a scientific term for it, it's gender dysphoria but we haven't found a cure or a treatment for it and I think it's one of those things that necessarily, unless you can give me completely like huge facts that if, if if you help someone better like get rid of gender dysphoria, that it's gonna completely better their life. Then I think that we just allow transgenders to have their own space and within our society. So you're saying that okay? So first of all, that's like a huge trigger warning because you know you're looking at it like it's a disease. Um, which I agree with you. Um, I don't think it's a disease. Well, I just know that there's a term that we've given within our society. Yeah. I also don't agree that it's something that I think it, there is a lot of mental health correlations that it has, but I we haven't found something to cure it. And so, it's not something that we can just like cure. It's like depression. It's not something that you can just like take medication and you don't think about it anymore. True. So it's one of those things where like you let them be able to express themselves how they want. And if you can express yourself and find comfortability within it and find comfortability within your life and label yourself as transgender, that's completely fine. And I'll respect you as that. And I think that I will definitely say transgenderism is real because you can give it a different name. Just because you call it gender dysphoria doesn't mean that you're not transgender. It's literally the same thing. Mm-hmm. It's literally the same thing. Yeah, and, but gender dysmorphia is like connected to like actual yeah, science gen- and like yeah, biology. Gender dysphoria so. is just, just a sense of... It's, it's like just body dysmorphia. Like and giving that... it a label to make it seem like a mental health hazard more than someone feeling comfortable within their own And that's skin. the whole point I was getting at is because the way you just like kind of off put it was that it's like it is a mental health hazard and that's in which I agree with you. Or not a mental health hazard, mental health issue. And I do agree that it has some mental health issue um, backing it. But people don't want to believe that. And the people that are pushing the transgender you know, movement are trying to disconnect it from that and not have a bad connotation on yeah, it. Yeah, for sure. And I think that's the issue is because, like, we, I think that we need to be real and logical and understand that, like, okay, listen, there is something mentally going wrong, like, going on with these people. And, like, a lot of it is biological, like, client filters and things like that. But the fact that, you know, we're off-putting it, like, it's, it's just normal. I mean, that's just my issue. And plus, like, I just think it's idiotic that people, like, somebody that's a girl, if you want to transition to be a guy, like, cool, I'll call you, he... Like, I'm not going to tell you you can't do that. If it makes you feel better and you're not, like, making anyone else feel worse by doing that, you're not putting anyone else down, like, grow by yourself. Like, it's fine, do it. Like, you got this. I'll support you. I'm going to fucking completely treat you how I think a human being should be treated regardless of if you're transgender if you're fucking a trapezoid like however you want to be treated like i'll treat you like that's not doesn't have anything to do with me yeah but the fact that like i gotta sit here and call you an apache helicopter like yeah that, i mean but that's, that's not realistic I, mean. I feel yeah that's, a... <laughs> like, that's, that's, that's not something that actually happens but like actual transgender is like someone who goes from a guy to a girl it's one of those things where i'm just like yeah i mean if you want to be called a guy like i'll call you a guy if you want to be called a girl i'll call you a girl if one of my kids felt as if they weren't comfortable my in their bad. own they weren't comfortable within their own skin like i would let them choose what they want to be yeah and i'm i'm all for that but also like where do you draw the line because like for example like you know uh somebody was born a man they transition to be a woman but compete in you know women's kickboxing and beat the shit out of women when they're like biologically a man like how do you go about that you think logically about it logically do you think a person who is born within a male's body like, as much as it may be offensive to that one person, is it worth, like, the the thought of putting all these other kids down for that one person? You got to think logically about it. Like, for example, there's a girl who won, um, she won state twice, year, two years in a row in, like, Texas, mm-hmm. right, I think, for wrestling. Yeah. And she is a transgender, and she was formerly a male. Like, logically, like, in that sport, it just doesn't make sense, and you can't you can't actually you 
you can't justify like by that. Lo- yeah like it's not justifiable because we're we're telling probably like hundreds of kids that they can't they're probably never going to win state or r- achieve their dreams because of one person like it just doesn't make sense and you got to look at it wide, wider scale it's also dangerous too because like I, and, and also like what i hate is that like people can't ha- have conversations like this and not be offended like uh, the fact that people still okay everybody would like to believe that a woman can do everything a man can do and a man can do everything a woman can do but the fact is that they both are better at certain things and there are certain things that neither of them will be as good as compared to each other like a man biologically is stronger faster and has a better bone density than a female like that's fact you know so therefore if you were to put them in similar situations in most sports like okay, so for example, the best way I can explain this is like Serena Williams. I was about to say that she was formerly the best tennis player, women's tennis player in the entire world. I think she's number two or three right now, because um, she had lost to that that new um, number one. But anyway, she played the number two hundred. They they ranked two hundred tennis players a year. She played the two hundredth best man and got her ass kicked in tennis. And the fact that like that we can compare like the number one male versus number one female is like entirely different and i'm not saying that the female can't be better than the man i'm just saying that i think we need to understand that like they're different within our society like that's just not that doesn't correlate yeah like i don't know like like i'm saying wide scale and on a wide scale sense like yeah i think that there probably is girls that can be like more athletic than guys and i think there's probably girls that are more athletic than me yeah but but the fact that you can't come out and say that like and it's offensive to some people is like crazy to me i think the whole thought of like a, the whole thought of a trigger is like basically as long as i'm not saying something that's blatantly disrespectful like i'm not being racist or sexist and to like the degree where it's actually logical mm-hmm. you can't have a trigger warning like if, if if i say something that is logical then it's logical it's it's fact it's something that they can actually like be persuasive in a sense that it's tr- it could be true. Then I should be able to say it. I shouldn't be able not to. Yeah. C- I shouldn't have to censor myself because I think someone's gonna get offended when my opinion on something is like logic based and true. Of course, and that, and, and that's my and point. There's a like, problem with that. When that's I say something, problem. well, the the everybody's heard the the saying facts don't care about your feelings, and like nobody really thinks about that. But that's exactly what Ryan just said. If I say something that's like is remotely true or is true utterly or even is just logical and it offends you like in in such a way that it affects your well-being it's just crazy to me like that has never ever fucking happened to me i can literally can never recount a time that's ever happened to me but the fact that like i can't have a conversation or bring something up or say something that's true without it offending you like the fact that it offends you when it is true and oh shit just hit my just fucking punch my mic um, and the fact that like, you'll t- take it out against me when I, all I'm stating is a fact against you is like crazy. But like, I, like I agree if I'm saying something hateful or I'm making a call to action for, you know, aggression or violence to happen towards you or being racist or sexist, like I'm all for like none of that, you know? And, but then again, we protect speech, right? Yeah. I mean, like a big difference with it and a big thing that people don't understand is like, <laughs> You're gonna think one way or another, regardless, because that's like how you how you operate. Like you you obviously think a different way than the person to your right. Like ever, no one, not one person thinks the exact same. You think, hey, there's like big cases like me and you who have like really similar like mind tracks, mm-hmm. and like we we definitely are both logical in the same sense. But like you're not gonna find someone who who thinks the exact same as you, and that's one thing that people need to understand is like. You can't ever find happiness or logic within your statements if you don't understand that there's someone who's going to disagree with you regardless of your opinion on it. Like I could say, I could sit here and explain to you logically why I don't believe in religion, but there's still going to be people who listen to me and disagree with me and say that oh, well, my <coughs> opinion's wrong because it's a different mind track. Yeah, and, and you should be able to sit there and look at it objectively. Yeah, well, yeah. Okay, I yeah. stayed to my side. It was logical. But, you know, this person doesn't agree with me. And you're not going to hate them for it. But the fact that people do is, like, stupid. It's like the thought of, like, you can't say that. (sighs) Like, the thought, like, yes, I, as much as, like, I do understand that people are going to disagree, regardless of what I say, on the widest of scales, 
that doesn't take away the fact that I should be able to say it. Like, I still should be able to say whatever I want, whenever I want, as long as it's not, <coughs> like... I'm sorry. I mean, even if it is blatantly racist, I think you should still be able to say it, because then it just exposes you for the person you are. But, like, as long as I'm not hurting anyone, or, like, completely offending someone on a on a logical scale, then I think I should be able to say exactly what I want, whenever I want. Yeah, well, I mean, speech is utterly protected. The only speech that's not protected is speech that you know, is a call to action to hurt somebody. Like mm-hmm. if I said, hey, go shoot this person. Or like, I want this person to die. You know, that that's the only speech that isn't protected. But then again, like the fact that people think that there is hate speech, which I don't. a blanket term. Yeah. Which, I mean, I don't. It's a whole different podcast. <laughs> oh, yeah, dude. I go on that for fucking days, man. Yeah, I don't know. Oh, shit, man. Well, what's it called? It's an hour and six minutes. So I think we're going to wrap it up there. Ryan, where do you want to leave them today, man? I want to leave them by saying um, I have a podcast coming out tomorrow. It is part two of um, our podcast about the Leaving Neverland documentary. It is on Michael Jackson, and it is about two people who are trying to – not trying to, but are saying that Michael Jackson sexually abused them. We are doing a part two um, tomorrow probably when this is posted um so yeah tune into that the even-handed podcast on apple podcast and soundcloud um we're working on spotify right now that's a big move but yeah other than that i don't really have much to say other than it was a good one i think we got some logical discussion made and we kind of set the whole track of what, what how people operate and think so yeah it's pretty sick yeah, I'm. Yeah. Follow me on Twitter at right. Tell me one. <laughs> you know where to find me, Cameron underscore Game, G A M E, on every single platform, and of course the fringe on that motherfucking purple app and on SoundCloud. But yeah, I mean, this is the thing, man. I just wish that more people would look into stuff for themselves and would look into things before they, you know, have such. Uh, singular opinion on things and you know would just be their own person man so that's what i'm leaving you with today just be your own person think for yourself and remember free will is true man